You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 195. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello there. Okay, so the last two weeks have been all about finding your process even when you are confused, when your brain is telling you it can't be done. They were about problem solving. So be sure to listen to those episodes. I'll link to them in the show notes for this episode, dinacataldo.com forward slash 195. This episode is about resisting that process. And let me tell you, I have been the queen of resisting the process. I have resisted and resisted and resisted, and I still managed to get the outcomes that I want. And as I look more at how I can take more responsibility for finding my process and implementing my process and overcoming that resistance, the better results I keep getting. So I want you to know this is 100% doable. It's just that your brain is going to resist because it thinks it's really hard, right? We only resist a process because of how we think it's going to make us feel. And that's really any action. When I talk about a process, I mean anything on your to-do list, right? Anything that you pulled out of the process from last episode, okay? We avoid the gym because we think we're going to feel bored. It sounds so boring to us, right? We avoid difficult conversations because we're going to feel uncomfortable or we're afraid we're going to feel shame or sadness if that conversation ends a relationship. We avoid building our business because we're afraid of the shame we'll feel if it doesn't work. We want things to just happen, Our brain thinks that would be so much easier, right? We think it's just how it should work, right? Shouldn't it be easier? Other areas of my life come so naturally to me. This one shouldn't be so hard. We're filled with uncertainty because we don't want to take the first steps because we're not 100% sure that our process is going to work. But there's no such thing as 100% certainty in life. Even taxes due on April 15th is an uncertainty. Look at the pandemic, right? Unfortunately... People get what they want in life because they're willing to feel all the feelings or maybe fortunately, right? I always say like we wouldn't have these emotions if we weren't meant to feel them. Like why would they even be here if we weren't meant to feel them? Even the painful ones like shame, uncertainty, doubt, fear. Now, how do people do things? Well, they make educated guesses on whether or not their plan is going to work and then they get to work implementing. It's getting into action to get some result, to see some end product, no matter what it is, because results give us more information. It's important that we get into action so we can collect data. A strategy not work? It's time to pivot. You won't have that information until you get into action on your first plan. Let me tell you an example. Like the first 50 posts on Instagram didn't generate business. The first like 
50 emails I sent didn't generate business, right? And then you go back and you analyze your results and you realize, oh, you're not making offers. You're not telling them in a descriptive way what you do. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I did this in my business. My coach saw I wasn't making offers. And as soon as I started making offers, I saw a difference. But it wasn't the impact I wanted, right? My brain was still like, wait a minute, shouldn't be it be working easier? Like, shouldn't it be better? Shouldn't it be happening faster? And then I started seeing I was, I was really resisting all of the work that needed to be done to improve. Like analyzing my work and analyzing the copy sounds super boring. It sounds really hard. And I really judged myself. Like I was creating a lot of shame, right? Because I had this thought that if I looked at my copy and it was bad, right? Like I was bad, that I wasn't doing things right. It's putting so much judgment and shame on myself. But when I process those emotions, I realized like, oh, wait a minute, it's not anything to do with me. Like I'm really helping other people if I look at my copy and I get more specific. And then, hey, lo and behold, I made that part of my process. I studied my copy and I started writing better copy in my posts. I saw a bigger difference. I would not have that data unless I just started putting one foot in front of the other with uncertainty all the way, just along for the ride, right? Like sometimes this, the resistance, the emotion is just like, it's just there for the ride. So this is going to be the same thing for you. Before we jump in, I want to invite you to book a call with me. When we are coached, we can't help but think differently and get different results. You get guidance on what to look at in your practice or your life that is the clog in the drain, that thing that is preventing you from getting the results that you want. And then you can see the clog and get the water flowing again. You can book a call with me at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. There is no reason to feel stuck. You can get out of confusion and get moving again, and I will show you how. All right, so let's dive in on what it takes to stop resisting the process and start taking action. The first thing to know is that the only reason you're not taking action is because of how you believe you'll feel. This might be difficult to believe because sometimes we think, well, after the work is done, I'll feel so good, or we'll think, but I planned it. Shouldn't that just mean I do it? Is there like something wrong with me? No, nothing has gone wrong. Our brains don't like anything that sounds hard. Then we get into habits of not telling our brain who's boss. I don't always feel like sitting down to write a podcast, but I do it. It's part of my process. My brain says it's hard and that I'll do it later. I tell my brain that wants to whine and complain that I can either sit here staring at a wall or get to work. And sometimes that means taking baby steps. Grab the laptop. Set up the reporting area, recording area. Write some notes. And once I get moving, then it's easier to overcome the resistance. And I love the analogy of our primal brains being like toddlers with a pair of scissors. We can either let the toddler run around with them, tearing stuff up, or we can grab the scissors. And when you tell your brain what to do, you're grabbing the scissors. I had a client tell me she was avoiding discovery in her cases. It's part of her process for getting her work done. Her brain makes it very hard. It sounds so boring to her brain. It wants to do anything but the discovery. And instead of taking the scissors from the toddler, she's letting her brain take over and tell her what to do. All that's happened is that her brain has decided it doesn't like feeling bored and it has taken over. But what if we allowed ourselves to feel bored? Literally, you tell yourself you can either stare at this wall or do discovery. You can't think about anything else except the crevices on the wall or the paint color. And sitting with that emotion is going to let you understand that boredom is not the end of the world. In fact, it's way better than staring at a wall. 
So let's look at the last episode. Your brain may have wanted to avoid doing the work in the last couple episodes because it sounded boring. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard work. Your brain might be saying, can't you just tell me what to do? It wants things easy. Problem solving requires a different skill set. It requires sitting with the discomfort of being bored and looking at copy, right? Or just feeling hard and just doing it anyway. It requires taking the scissors from the toddler so you can get to work getting results. And one of the examples I gave last week was about relationships. Part of the process of having an improved relationship might be for you having more difficult conversations. Your brain probably won't want to have them. It wants to avoid the pain of feeling rejected or the shame of failure. What I offer to you is that you let your brain go there. Feel those emotions. Process that emotion before you have the conversations. And I've done a lot of episodes. I'm going to link to them in the podcast um, so that you can have some. And that will help you really grab the, grab this concept of processing emotion. And I also sent an email to my current clients that is about processing emotion. I actually show you what it looked like processing an emotion in my body. It doesn't always look the same for everybody, but I wanted you to see one and how it can look. All right, so one last example I want to give is that when I decided I wanted to build a business, I had a lot of feelings come up. I had even more emotions come up when I decided to leave the law. I had to feel them instead of resist them in order to take action. I had insecurities and fears about how much money I had in the bank. I questioned whether I'd feel safe leaving. Safety is a big deal for our brain. It's the prime directive. I had to feel the insecurity and watch it, and it sucked. (laughs) I had to become the observer of how I felt in my body and notice it. And the more I noticed it, the more I understood that I created safety. The more I had my back, no matter what my choice was. I decided to leave because I knew I would be safe no matter what. And that took me seeing the insecurities and fears and feeling them. We think that having the money is going to help us stop feeling insecure. It's not the money. It's the way we process our feelings about what the money means to us. Now, if you're a client of mine, you've got some more information on that. And and we talk about that basically in every single one of our sessions (laughs) in some level or another. Okay. And I've also talked to you. Um, in other episodes, but I wanted to give you another resource, especially for the men who are listening, because this, this might be a difficult concept to grasp because we want to talk about our feelings and like analyze them and look at them. And that's not the same as feeling our feelings. I just heard a great podcast with Britt Castillo and Ryan Moran. It's a, the life coach school podcast called success and your feelings. They have a great conversation in that episode about how to process emotions, what it can look like and how it's made them lots of money. So I will link to that in the show notes too. I highly recommend that you all go listen to that. So processing our emotions is essential if we want to get into action fueled by something other than stress or pressure. Yes, you can take action from someplace other than stress or pressure. You can get stuff done. I do it all the time. The goal is not to willpower ourselves through, but to remind ourselves who is in charge of our brain. The goal isn't to avoid feeling pain, it's to process the emotions so you can get to work. We only do or don't do something because of how we think it will make us feel. Pinpoint what emotion you believe you're avoiding and feel into it. This takes patience and practice and compassion for yourself. And sometimes I'll hear people being afraid to let the emotion in because they'll think it's, they think it's going to take over their life. And that's not true. It gives us so much power to feel them because when we notice we're resisting the process, we can step back 
ask ourselves why and allow ourselves to see that it's just an emotion preventing us from taking action. And then we have a way out, right? We have this ability to process the emotion. And when you practice it, you realize this is a tool you can use over and over again. And the more you practice, the better we get at it. I promise you, this is a necessary part of the process. Don't avoid it. Don't resist the resistance. (laughs) So if you want help with this, book a call with me. You will get this and you're going to get other tools that are just so much more in depth. You will be able to really get to the bottom of what's going on and really change things. You can implement these tools and then get the outcomes you want. So book a call with me. Go to dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Bye.